Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Scott Shepper, and what you are listening to is, well, hell, it's an angel. It's a voice from heaven. It is the voice of the Daily Shepherd podcast. Now, real quick, one second. I'm going to take a, a sip. I, I actually, it is a Saturday right now. It is 5.05 p.m. And I'm in downtown San Diego. And as you would imagine, there is not one other soul working in the office. They're all out in the sun, enjoying their lives, while I decide to do what I like to do best. And what is that? Well, it is reading, researching, and writing ideas and thinking deeply. And writing ideas, I didn't finish, writing ideas out by hand on note cards. To my future 80-year-old self, I apologize for your decrepit, deformed, (laughs) uh, certainly index finger and uh, other fingers that have been caused by such fervent and furious writing in your youth. But hopefully Elon Musk will have invented a bionic cyborg hand for you then. Now, I am recording this episode, which is 136 on a Saturday, on the rare occasion where I'm recording it on a day after that it was supposed to be recorded. Now, I did indeed record a video last evening for 136, but I was driving at the time. I was driving to get my mullet trimmed up at a nice hipster North Park, North Park, San Diego haircutting place. And I was rushing and I had not had, but I was also meeting up with a friend afterwards. And this is one of those rare situations where I quite frankly knew that I should attempt to record and get my daily commitment done and out live for you guys. However, being that I recorded it in my green Hellcat vehicle, which is a hundred, well, I'm sorry, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I said 100 right there because I was thinking about, well, what the episode number was. But it is actually, and I'm looking forward to when I get to this episode, it is actually 717 horsepower. That is my green, some say flamboyantly green, aka my father, 
flamboyantly green or badass awesome green hellcat hellcat wide body beautiful beast well when you drive such a car you tend to drive really fast cut people off get distracted and it's hard to actually record and well not trail on and not jump all over the place and yesterday it was i actually did a pretty good job of 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 recording my thoughts but it just wasn't up to the standard and especially it was not up to the sound standards that i wanted so i'm going to record it again today and i don't think i'm actually going to cover precisely as much material because i frankly trailed on and talked about way too much stuff just like i have talked about way too much stuff up to this point so i'm just going to jump into it and here's the thing my material and who i am for are for those experienced marketers or for those entrepreneurs who are beyond marketing noobs like if you want to learn how to set up a facebook ad for your business go somewhere else in fact i will happily send you somewhere else to my favorites in the space uh the favorite resources and the favorite marketers and well people that teach things to beginners and even things things that are not for beginners but are taught better than i would ever want to teach why because well probably because whatever they teach is something that i'm quite frankly not interested in and i'm interested in a lot but there are certainly a lot of things that you would think i would be interested in such as facebook advertising and i don't know e-commerce and you know things that allow you to get rich quick and like the latest hot things those things bore the living hell out of me I'm into the craft of mass persuasion, the craft of marketing, the craft of copywriting, and the craft of going super deep and going advanced into becoming a better marketer. And so one of the things that I stumbled upon yesterday is in my readings of the book A Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. I came across a critical component and piece of any story. Now, if you are familiar familiar with... uh, By the way, expect that. I'm not even going to cut those types of things out when I I, uh, slur or say things weird because, well, I'm a writer. And I freaking hate talking, but I love getting stuff out to my listeners every single day and my people every single day. The people that I like to serve, aka the hardcore marketers who also have a sense of humor and enjoy and would laugh at shows like Family Guy and Beavis and Butthead. Anyway, so if you are familiar with Russell Brunson and Expert Secrets. He talks about uh, telling a story and how telling a story is absolutely critical in the world of marketing and 
mass persuasion. Now, in his model, he, he talks about three critical components of every story. The first one is character. The second one is conflict. And the third one, I believe, is desire. And the character is essentially the hero. The conflict is essentially the villain. And the desire is essentially the victim. So the desire really should be not called desire, in my opinion. It should be called uh, either victim or others. It should be the hero's quest to actually help and serve the greater whole, the greater others, right? And I'm not going to get into the whole part theory right now, but just in case you are familiar already, or I've talked about it already, the whole part theory, know that this relates very closely with that. So I'm going to summarize again. There's three critical components for a story. It's called the drama triangle. I believe Jim Detmer talks about this as well as Gay Hendricks, which is also the gayest name I've ever heard on a homo sapiens male. And by gay, I mean happy, because there's definitely not anything wrong with being gay. And since I've just gotten canceled, I'm going to continue on and keep going here for you. So the critical component that I stumbled upon in my readings yesterday of Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces was the mythological character that recurs over and over again. This is an archetype, this thing. Okay, An archetype is essentially the perfect ideal of something, okay? Now, the villain, or as Joseph Campbell calls it, the tyrant monster, is is an entity or an individual that is truly evil, that hurts other people and hurts the victims and also hurts the hero, and it's very apparent and explicit and clear. And... Also, the villain usually has characteristics and traits of someone who is an egomaniac or a megalomaniac and is self-terrorized, has a lot of fear and is coming from a place of scarcity and is paranoid and, you know, even kills his own team members because he's that paranoid, right? We all know this type of archetyped. It's in every type of story, uh, well, every type of hero's journey type of story. Now, the reason I bring this up and the reason that this is important for you to hear if you are a copywriter is that in Expert Secrets, the importance of the villain and the he, the us versus them, although he does, you know, mention that storyline and he mentions, mentions conflict, right? He doesn't 
discuss the critical importance of the villain. You see, the villain is not something to just gloss over. In Expert Secrets, in the example that Brunson uses, his whole reason for actually starting ClickFunnels, uh, he uses Google Ads as the as the villain. You know, he launched a potato gun uh, info product, and then he was selling it. You know, the, the product was probably like sixty seven dollars and ninety seven cents. And by the way. Stop using 97 cents. It's it's literally a checklist now. If you want to figure out who follows uh you know certain types of of marketing philosophy, it's so easy to tell. You just look who who's using 97 in their pricing. And also, it signals to a lot of people that, well, there's a risk that this person is going to go through like 15 different upsells after they purchase your product. So choose something else, just not 97, not 95 either, or 99. Like, sure, 98 if you want, but like, just come on. People, like, the whole concept of funnel hacking and, you know, copying what works. Brunson explicitly says, don't, you know, copy, don't, don't don't imitate, you know, uh, every single atomic molecule of something, model it instead, like model and grow and derive inspiration from, right? Like, come on, as a marketing community, we can, we can do better than just literally every freaking person and every freaking ClickFunnels product and website <laughs> literally has every single one uses a product that ends in 97. Okay, so just freaking freaking get creative, okay? Anyway, back to the point and it's almost going to be made, okay? The point is this. In in Russell's story, he's selling the potato gun for 67.97 and Google all of a sudden which is the villain, starts increasing their ad costs in a Google slap. And he says, you know, oh, because of this villain, it killed my business overnight. I was trying to feed, you know, my my wife and start a family and have 18 Mormon children and, you know, what have you, right? And I'm not deriding him. I, I, I love Brunson, but I'm quite literally telling you what his story essentially is trying to get at, okay? The problem with this story is that, oh, you know, Google increased their ad costs, right? It's like, you don't really see that as like a big, huge, villainous victim, okay? What you want and what you should look for in a great story and what you should do with your story, with your marketing story, or with anything that you do is you should make sure that the villain role that you use is defined and is clear and is in no questions asked has a, has very clear signs of being an absolute villain. And the reason that this is important is because 
as Joseph Campbell says, is the only reason and what he what he hints at, and this is what really I've gathered and as well, and is he hints at the only reason the hero exists in the first place is because of the villain, because the villain is so bad. So if your story does not paint a very clear picture of a horrifically bad tyrant monster, then you need to think about revising your story. And a lot of people can paint people or circumstances or things as villains. However, it has to be authentically a villain and something which is really hurting other people. Because quite frankly, I'm not sure what the details are with Brunson's story with uh, with with the Google ad slap, but if it's anything like what I've done in the past and what I believe Russell has also admitted he's done in the past is it was probably maybe not a black hat SEO tactic, you know, like gaming the system, right? But it was probably a shade, I would say a dark shade of gray. And so the reason that Google actually changed their algorithms and things became more expensive is because whatever they did probably impacted things so that you can no longer game the system so that every single time you're looking for a grocery store or a potato, you know, Russell's face isn't popping up on the <laughs> front page of, of the Google SERP search engine results page, you know, with an ad for a potato gun, right? And so that at least was my thought when I was reading that story initially. I was like, okay, well, I empathize with you and I believe that Google is a villain because damn, I mean, it's happened to me. Like I've had 14 accounts slapped, Google ad accounts slapped in a day and it destroyed my life, my business for for a year. Um, so the reason that I believed his story was only because I already knew that Google has some issues, right? But the issue is that Brunson's audience are entrepreneurs and not all of them have actually done sophisticated enough or rogue enough marketing tactics to get them the Google slap. So for that audience, that story really, it's a good story. It has all the elements of a great story, especially a great mass persuasion story. But the one thing it is lacking is the villain. Your marketing stories need to paint a ferocious villain. That's all. So that's all I wanted to say today, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you gain some value from that lesson. As always, stay light, stay crispy, stay persistent, stay awesome. And since it is 114 degrees in my office, I'm going to continue to stay sweaty. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking hipster crappy product 
like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now. Pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the freaking freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.